today's topic and possibly the reason we won't have a show next week is long distance driving and long distance driving especially during climate control season and I I wanted to specify during climate control season because on my honeymoon I had to drive a couple hours through Pennsylvania in late October on roads I've never been on just being navigated by Siri (laughs) with uh, Leah asleep next to me and it was wonderful Everything really? was pretty. The air smelled like not pollution like it does in New Jersey. Oh, that's weird. It was fine. I didn't have a tr- I didn't have, you know, a major annoyance doing that in you know, the peak of autumn. Hmm. But during summer and winter it's just awful. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds awful like Yeah, so I'm actually about to do a kind of similar... I will be driving through rural Pennsylvania for at least part of my drive to Schenectady from Atlanta. And it'll be August. It'll be mid-August. And it's going to suck so bad. Oh, and I'll have a car full of cats. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I'm positive that I'm going to be the one transporting the cats. Like, Well, whosoever voice works when you talk to them and they quiet down a bit is the better one um i don't think that's either of us it's (laughs) it's just it's gonna be hell like i'm fully prepared everything's gonna suck we both have conventional gasoline cars although they're reasonably hell i'm probably gonna get as many miles per gallon out of my car as i ever have um because it'll be all highway driving and We specifically avoided going up I-95, because that sucks. (laughs) But I don't know how much better it's going to be. Eh. 95 has its good parts. Yeah, but But it has a lot of bad parts. Washington, D.C. Yeah. It takes four hours to go four miles. And that was when I was a kid. It might be worse now. I'm sure it is. I've, I've never driven to DC in recent memory I've been smart enough to take the train yeah we were driving we used to drive down to Florida every um, every summer because my grandparents well actually it was usually in the spring but anyway my my grandparents were snowbirds and had a condo in (laughs) Fort Lauderdale so my parents would pack up us kids and drive us on down I actually don't remember it being too bad but um, my parents had a Lincoln town car and their uh, climate control systems are nothing if not adequate. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Lincoln Town Car, the Mercury Grand Marquis, and the Ford Crown Victoria, I think, mm-hmm. are the three largest sedans, like, ever. <laughs> right. Uh, and as such, they tend to have, like, climate control also in the back seat like an SUV would need. Yeah. And they don't care about raping the environment. Yeah. My parents just bought uh, two quote new ones. They're only (laughs) 10 years old. Um, (laughs) And uh, well the ones they had were 20 years old so you know. Well. Um, And one of them is new enough to have uh, uh, like 
the other kind of LCD dashboard, like where it's made out of pieces, not pixels. Right. Um, and it has an MPG display, and <laughs> they said it just doesn't move. Like it no. just it just sits on like a like seventeen. Um, yeah. But if they're doing, you know, like vacation driving, it could eke up towards 20. Yeah, I think my mom's <laughs> town car used to get about 20. <laughs> she used to get really mad because when my dad or my brother would drive the car, it would like go down a little. <laughs> this was on Maui. Yeah. Um, so where I'll be driving next week is uh, where my family and I usually go camping and it's uh, 350 miles uh, north of me. It's That's on, far. It's on the Canadian border. It's, oh, wow. It's on the what St. state? New York. Oh, okay. But it's uh, it's on the St. Lawrence River, so you look across mm. and that's Canada. Mm. Um, but anyway, um, by family, I mean like most of my mom's immediate family as well depending on the year more or less of us have gone and one year when gas prices started skyrocketing when we got to our usual three quarters of the way uh everything had to have gas in it um the pumps would shut off at 50 dollars oh so my grandparents which had a conventional van and my aunt, who had an SUV, oh, wouldn't, wouldn't be finished filling up. Yeah, if you have to do it in batches. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, my car gets uh, four fifty to the tank, so I won't have to fill up. But that's not the annoying part of driving long distances <laughs> with climate control. Right. I mean, Every- it's annoying because getting gas sucks, but yeah. But I mean, you know, you as a person probably don't last as long as the car in terms of needing to refuel. Um, no. I think you'd probably be. Not. I think you would be pretty hangry by 400 miles. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like when we drove to Napa, I think that was about maybe 600 miles, and we stopped pretty frequently. Um, and but is that was like different. I mean, it was up through the middle of California, but. It was fine. It wasn't. It was like hot, but nothing. It was super dry, so air conditioning had no problem. Hmm. Yeah, in the Northeast, you use air conditioning not for temperature, but to fight the humidity. Yeah. Uh, so as a result, it's it's really hard to find that perfect spot where you're not freezing or start getting that freon smell headache. Which oh. you can get even if you have a perfectly new air conditioner after it's been six hours in it, right in front of your face. So, very Yay. unpleasant. Then, uh, one of my compulsions that I do to combat highway hypnosis is I need to constantly mm. be sipping something, which, because oh. I don't have your bladder correlates to <laughs> <laughs> stopping often to deal with that. Yeah, the dentist bladder is legendary. I mean, even when we were little kids, those drives to Florida, it was no big deal. (laughs) Yeah. Everything's going to suck. Everything's going to suck so bad because my drive is like easily twice as 
three times. I don't know. Super long. It's super far from Atlanta to Schenectady. Like, and it's going to be hot, and we're going to be driving through south, and it'll be all southy and gross. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do it. <laughs> and we're going to have to stop for gas, and we'll be driving separately. I'm just going to have to, like... The one, the one positive to driving separately is that I can sing in the car, which I can't do if any other human is there. The cats can just deal. I don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care what their opinion is. I'm sure they'll be singing, too, singing the song of their people. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> so, yeah, when we were driving from California to Atlanta, which was another super long drive, but we did it over four days of about eight to ten hours each. Uh, well, really, like, three eight- to ten-hour days and then one four-hour day. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I couldn't sing in the car, so I <laughs> – I, and I totally had, like – I would dr- do that drifting onto the noisy bumps thing and then be like, Ugh. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. It was horrible. I felt terrible about it, but <laughs> it was, you know, I had to do my part driving, and it sucked. We were in a big old minivan. Uh, the climate control was adequate. But um, so that was another drive with cats and we kind of had them like loose in the car, which was no big deal. They were perfectly (laughs) Abelard was like catatonic with terror. Eloise is the fattest, laziest. She just laid around all day like she does normally. Uh, And Dale kind of curled up by whoever was in the passenger seat. So that was fine. Um, But we so we had the litter box available to them and they would eat and poop and whatever. And Eloise, (laughs) who doesn't bury her own shit totally took a big dump in the litter box (laughs) as we were driving and her poops are like she's a huge cat and she has the biggest poops like they're people-sized poops (laughs) and she doesn't bury them so there's just like a big turd stinking up the entire it was horrible it was so bad (laughs) i can imagine or Uh. I probably can't actually. But. <laughs> it was bad, man. And of yeah. course, you have to open the windows to the hot when that happens. Yep, that's also bad. Yes. Um, and also figuring out how far you can open a window that a liquid cat, liquid cat, can't pour through. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really. Again, it wasn't really an issue. Dale was pretty good. Um, Abelard didn't was he was like he tried to make himself as small as possible in the back of his cat carrier because that was like uh, he couldn't deal. Yeah, that kind of scared. <laughs> he's he's a, he was a poor sad baby. Like he didn't even do the thing. Aww. Actually, none of them did that uh, except Eloise. When we stuffed her back into the carrier to take her into the hotels overnight, she started screaming bloody murder <laughs> like she was on fire. It was great. <laughs> did you actually find cat hotels or uh, not? Not cat hotels. Hotels that accept the cats, <laughs> or did you just sort of sneak them in? No, La Quinta inns um, do accept pets, so that's pretty much where we stay. Oh, you just sort of found their map and went yep. along that line. Yep, exactly. Like, I found the ones that were kind of at reasonable distances along the 40. So we stayed in Gallup, New Mexico, which is horrible. It's a horrible place. I never go there if you can possibly avoid it. And I don't know why you would, except if because it's the, it's the only thing 
between like Albuquerque and like Phoenix or something. There's like vast <laughs> swaths of nothing in between. So everybody like you just the only reason ever to be there is to stop overnight because you can't drive anymore. Um, and we stayed in Oklahoma City, which was fine. And Tupelo, Mississippi, which was interesting. Interesting for any reason. Well, um, <laughs> so next door to the hotel was a um, Outback Steakhouse. And we so we walk in and the hostess says something like I think it was English because she was a little blonde white girl. But I I have I had absolutely no idea. So I guessed <laughs> based on my experience of restaurants and I was like non-smoking <laughs> and apparently that was correct because she seated us in a non-smoking section and didn't say anything or give me a weird look at least not that I remember but like these sounds came out of her face that I could not <laughs> at all it was amazing I'd never heard such a, a thick southern accent in my life uh, you won't have any of those in New York no. Um, ooh, and my husband told me something awesome. So he called the insurance agent to get, because uh, we need an insurance agent up there to do the cars and renters insurance and whatever. And the guy was like, he, after Ruben explained what we needed, the guy was like, okay, I'll do that. And that was it. That was, and I was like, that sounds great because our, our state farm agent down here is like, they are so friendly. They are like, unbelievably friendly like you you call and they ask how you're doing as if they're genuinely interested like it really sounds like they're genuinely interested the lady might actually be interested like because she just loves people and I'm like so you have to get that over with and then and then they're like super nice about everything and they have to assure you that everything's going to be great and fine and wonderful and they'll take care of everything and it's like okay I'd like to hang up now I'm a northerner I'm a northeasterner we are attached taciturn folk and we like it that way yep so that's that's one advantage yeah there's only two way there's only two ways conversations happen here uh like you know between things you're conducting business with and it's either yelly or not yelly Hmm. (laughs) but there's no like happy right it's good though you know things get done quickly yeah not everybody needs to know your life story yep I, I can't even imagine being asked those things. I'm just I'm just too introverted. I don't I you know <laughs> it's not great. Like I don't want to make s- that much small talk ever. Like not with waitresses, not with like coworkers, like like my friend at work, she is one of these southerners who's like genuinely interested in everything about everybody like she's she's just she just likes people and likes to ask them things about their lives and and she remembers it too like she actually is interested and i'm like damn you're like a different species or something (laughs) yes they're the ones that are different um yeah i'm super dreading that drive super duper duper dreading it yeah what what day are you disembarking i think august 13th okay so you still have more time to dread left (laughs) 
Yep. And the worst part is that um, for like, if I'm not mistaken, it's like nine days before we leave. We, well, I guess eight days since we're leaving on the 13th now. We won't have any of our stuff because it's going on pods and those take nine days to get from Atlanta to Albany even though that's only a 15-hour drive. I mean, only a 15-hour drive. Like, that's no big deal, but still. Like, why are we doing this? But I'm not making the arrangements, and so because I didn't have to call anybody, I I can't complain. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I really can't. And that's it's great that Ruben's handling all of this because I don't want to. (laughs) The whole thing, like... I'm like, I was on MARTA, like sitting on the train, which is as gross as it always is, and thinking like, I am going to miss this. That is weird because there is no like, there isn't, there aren't really little like commuter trains. Like I was really hoping there was a commuter train from uh, Schenectady to Albany because I'm more than likely going to end up working in Albany. And I don't, I kind of don't think there is. Nope. Outside of the northernmost ranges of NJ Transit and the uh, Long Island Railroad, there is nothing. It just sort of dries yeah. up. It's a huge bummer. So it's like a 20-minute drive, which is... You'll have to drive, and you'll have to learn how to winter your car all over again, because oh, you God. haven't done that I in decades. I never knew. I have never done that. I was 11 when we moved. My oh. parents <laughs> did whatever, and I was a kid. I was completely oblivious. Oh, well, you get to learn how to winter your car. Yeah, I'm thrilled. I, Especially I, since you don't even have a garage, so you can't even, like, just shovel and drive. You have to, no. to clean it <laughs> off. You have to scrape the thing. I know. It's going to suck. Yeah, it is going to suck. Or you could just be fun employed. We'll see how it goes. I can't be unemployed forever. Although, if I can manage to be, like, a contractor like a remote contractor that would be okay if I can make enough money that way I don't know and plus I don't want to deal with taxes so ugh I don't know we'll, ugh. Ugh. that's another thing that I'm full of dread about <laughs> oh you could uh, go back to work for Apple support that's all over the internet unless right? they've I don't know if they've blackballed me because I did quit oh. after a month I mean <laughs> My my boss at the time was like, are you sure you don't want to like just work evenings or weekends or something? And I'm like, I think I would go insane. So no, thank you. Oh, boy. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm um, Also, they don't uh, have the program that I was part of in Albany. I did check. Uh, it's only like certain locations around the country. Um, I, I hmm. They have like a base in um, in Atlanta and then like like Oklahoma City and a bunch of other places. I, I don't know why. I only remember that one because a lot of the people who trained along me were f- along with me were from Oklahoma City for some reason. Um, coincidence, I'm sure. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if Apple will ever hire me again. I. I <laughs> That's unfortunate. Maybe. I mean, I don't really want to do tech support ever again in my life, <laughs> if I can possibly help it. So yeah, I've realized I've lost the uh, whatever is necessary for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's kind of a bummer because it's it's the same stuff. 
yeah. over and over again. At least with Apple, it was only Mac users who were by and large a more pleasant uh, group of people, except for the few outliers. It's weird. Like Mac users are by and large very pleasant, but the ones who are unpleasant are like extremely unpleasant in my experience. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Things are things either follow a bell curve or they follow a scoop. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um Yeah, this was supposed to be about driving, not all of my various complaints. Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter cuz your complaints were because you have to drive. That's fine. true. A lot of them are. I'm super super duper. Like I don't know how like <laughs> to stay warm in my car. I have heated seats, but like cuz heated seats are a must for me. Like there's to that was just like really not negotiable. <laughs> but they were a must but, for you in Atlanta, by the way. Yes. <laughs> it gets cold here, okay? It it's, gets it, sometimes 32 and flurries. It got down to 8 degrees one day. Okay. I guess that's, that's bad. That's really cold. But I didn't yeah. leave the house that day because, well, I actually, like, kind of half-heartedly tried to. It was terrible. Like, um, we were stupid and we didn't trickle the hot water because it's hot, but that totally still freezes if you have a hot water pipe in an uninsulated wall between where the hot water heater is and the kitchen, which we did. So <laughs> I couldn't... It's the south. Yeah, so I couldn't shower in the morning, so I was like, well, okay, I'll just put my hair in a ponytail and go to work, and my car was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) My battery was kind of old, and it was just like, "Mm, no. (laughs) So I worked from home that day. Yeah. Be sure to find one of those jobs where you uh, can work from home. I know. You're just going to hibernate all winter. I need to be a spoiled IT princess because my policy in Atlanta is I don't leave the house if there's white stuff on the ground. That's just the rules. Yeah, that's not how it works in the north. I know. We we're, we just have the half of the year where there's white stuff. <laughs> when I was a kid, I feel like it was unusual for it to snow before Thanksgiving. Oh, uh, don't worry. Global warm- Global warming completely changed that. Snow was earlier and uh, crazier. Mm. Boo. Yep. Do not want. Yeah, well, that's what we get for all the smog. Which, (sighs) right now, like, this is the part of the year where, like, I can't stand living in New Jersey because Mm. there's smog. You don't think about this part of the country having smog because just because it's not LA or Shanghai (laughs) doesn't mean it's not smog so there's the air quality index and your weather app will only let you know when it's orange or worse Mm. but like the entire summer it's yellow like on the scale it's like not good but we're not gonna send an alert to it uh, because there's no short-term dangers to anyone with <laughs> asthma. But, you know, it's pretty sure chronic exposure over the course of four months is pretty bad. Yeah. I don't know how... I mean, it can't possibly be as bad up in the Albany Schenectady area because there's so much more nothing. Yeah, it'll and be fine. there's lots of trees and stuff. 
uh, I don't know if it's bad down here or not, because there is like a ridiculous amount of car traffic, um, but there are like a lot of trees, like crazy amounts of trees. So maybe it evens out. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> it's probably not good. Yeah, but Albany will definitely be better. Yeah, except for all the ways it's going to be worse. If I'm really hoping I can get a job at the college that my husband will be teaching at because it's a 10 minute walk away. And like, <laughs> I would be less afraid to walk to campus in the snow than to drive there. Like, yeah, I keep learning that lesson the hard way. That it's really not better or that it is? That it's better to walk. Yeah. Because like mean, cause... All, all the stupid minor accidents that end up costing mm -hmm. an unreasonable amount of money are the stupid winter ones where I had Leah drive me to work up, you know, up about a mile. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. It's, it's awkward to walk when it's really cold, though. Because, like, I have that Reynolds phenomenon, or however you pronounce it, where, like, if it gets too cold, my body's just like, eh, we don't need hands. Hands are... We don't need those. Feet, no. Yeah. No. So I always wear gloves when it's cold, but if you're walking and then, like, you get hot, your hands are hot. <laughs> so you have to take off your gloves, but then your hand, then it's like, nope, we don't need hands. <laughs> We're dying. We don't need those. Those are, they don't call them an extremity for nothing. Those are, like, and then, and I don't know. So you look like gloves off, gloves on, gloves maybe, off, gloves on. Maybe for walking, you could get those gloves that have the mitten part that folds over and the glove part doesn't have full fingers i actually have some of those but they're not they're just um knit gloves so they're not great uh. i have kind of a lot of gloves like i have a pretty respectable collection of winter wear for somebody who lives in the south like mm. <laughs> i have a down parka but whatever it was on sale so it's been as cold as it's ever been this past winter, and I've realized what I prefer wearing is uh, just two jackets mm. as opposed I love to down. a coat. Down yeah. is good. I don't like feeling puffy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just try to not. I just try not to think too hard about how ridiculous I look, <laughs> especially since my down parka is red <laughs> because that was one of the colors that was on sale. So, yeah. Should also get a good uh, face mask. Oh. Like a like a bottom of the face mask. Yeah, and I tend ski to goggles. Just I should <laughs> stop it. <laughs> well, I mean, I have to walk over. 200 feet of bridge so that's frigid and involves literal icebergs i mean what i always used to do well i mean when it's winter here what i do <laughs> it was, wasn't like 10 years ago 10 years ago like when i was a kid and i lived in a snow place i feel like i didn't it was probably less cold back then though like I would wear a scarf, but I didn't, I don't remember it being a huge big deal, but like here, so I wait around at the train station, whatever, and it, it gets pretty windy. So I, um, wrap a scarf around the bottom of my face and then use my sunglasses to like hold it on my nose and, and sort of block the wind from my eyes. And that works okay. Oh yeah. That's a perfectly cromulent strategy. That's pretty yeah. normal. That's just a look. 
Yeah, I mean, I, it's a, it's a silly look. It's not a great, attractive look or anything, but I do not care because my nose is cold, and cold makes my nose run, which is not pleasant. So I always have to carry hankies with me just to wipe my nose, especially like when I go from a cold, like the cold outdoors to the, man, my office was so overheated this year that like I had to open the windows when it was 13 degrees outside because it was, I was like, I was being, it was like a convection oven inside my office. I was being slow baked. Be glad you missed, uh whatever year it was, probably like 2010 or 12, where the women's fashion for that winter, for whatever reason, were really thick leggings and a really long sweater and nothing in between. I don't care about fashion, so... That wouldn't matter. My fashion is long underwear and pants on top. Long underwear are also great, and I also own those living in Atlanta. They're wonderful. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, you're... I don't do cold. I can't wait for your first season of podcasting while winter in the north. Oh, there will be so much complaining. Like, unbelievable amounts of complaining. I'm probably, like, I remember one of my friends who was living in Baltimore temporarily used to talk about wearing a Snuggie when she drove to work, and I'm like, sounds like a good idea. That does sound like a good idea. <laughs> I will also do that <laughs> if I have to drive to work in the cold, which I probably, which ideally I will. So, yay! I should get more Snuggies. They're awesome. They are. Mine are all completely covered in cat hair, but I don't care. Like, I, after I put them through the washer and dryer, Ruben was like, there's an unbelievable amount of cat hair on that blanket. I'm like, nah. <laughs> I believe it. I just don't fight it. Yeah. There's just cat hair everywhere. There's cat yep. hair on the screen I'm looking at right now. <laughs> <laughs> there's cat hair stuck in my pop filter. <laughs> yeah, I see some in mine, too. My shirt is really covered in cat hair. I guess I was hugging Dale. It's such it's... a thing that occurs. Yep. Don't care. And the cats are probably going to be like all over me, which is fine because they're very warm, which is, uh, I'm not actually appreciating that right now, <laughs> but I will <laughs> come winter. Yeah. Because they don't care. They still want to sit on me like now when it's 90 out. To this day, I'm pretty sure that's why Kira bonded with me. <laughs> because we didn't have heat after the hurricane. And she tried to snuggle Max, and he just doesn't snuggle. Aww. So he wouldn't, like, evict her from his spot <laughs> so much as he would just sort of get up and try somewhere else. Aw, that's so mean. So she, you know, went to the next fattest thing in the house, and that was me. <laughs> 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 <laughs>